0: Hey, I'm Sandy, and I'm a quilter, and welcome to episode 198, in which I keep burning my fingers. And I'm recording this on Sunday, May 8th, 2016, which here in the United States is Mother's Day. So I want to begin by saying thank you to everybody for listening. Um, thank you to those of you who have been around a while and have been very patient with me, and understanding, and kind, and all of those good things. And thank you to any new listeners. I know I've um, been contacted by a few recently and i hope you have stuck with me so wanted to say hello to everybody and also happy mother's day to all of you who are mothers or who have mothers and for those of you who miss their mothers today i do too in fact when i'm able i do try to spend a little bit of time on mother's day playing with fabric in honor of my own mother who is the one who introduced me to quilting and taught me how to quilt. Um, And I have that whole story on my blog. I believe it's on the About Me page. So for those of you who are new listeners and wonder about the closing to my episodes, that will all be clear to you when you read the About page on my blog. Um, So for Mother's Day today, I had Suggested to my husband that we invite his mother and actually his whole family over um, for brunch this morning, but everybody else was going to their own, their other mother's homes. Um, My husband is one of four brothers, all of whom are now married, so often they scatter to the four winds um, when they are visiting their wives mother's homes and so we ended up with um, just my mother-in-law coming over this morning and my son and daughter are both home so it was a really nice low-key morning that's actually you know for this introvert I love my husband's family but I also really like it when it's small and low-key and it was nice to be able to just sit and talk with my mother-in-law for a little while and I had also, um, after consulting with my mother-in-law to see if she was on board with this, we asked for French toast. We both love French toast. And for me and my family, um, my husband and kids always tended to prefer pancakes. So I rarely made French toast grow- when them growing up, but um, they were game. And so we made French toast and we used some challah bread, which makes really wonderful French toast. And we also used... Um, this bread that our local grocery store, Wegmans, by the way, those of you who haven't experienced Wegmans yet, they are really good. Uh, but Wegmans Bakery carries something they call red, white, and blue bread, which is made, it's like a brioche dough, and it includes blueberries and cranberries. And it was also very good. You know, it was just a little bit of a sweeter dough, but it wasn't really sweet. And that also made a very good French toast. So I had one piece of each challah and um the red, white, and blue bread for my French toast. And we had uh, one of my husband's brothers and his wife are starting their own food business. And he makes uh, homemade sausage of a huge variety of types of sausage as part of his um, food business. And so we had some breakfast sausage on hand from him. And so we used that. And uh, my mother-in-law brought a fruit salad with a really lovely yogurt uh, dressing that had I think she said honey and orange zest. I think it was orange zest and orange juice. And it was just light and just a wonderful dressing for the fruit. So, and of course we had a mimosa. Um, So that was a really nice morning and it was very pretty and sunny, but it was not quite warm enough for us to eat out out on the patio. I really had wanted to do that, but it was 50 and pretty breezy. So it would have been a little chilly to sit out there. but we could look out the patio window and see the sun and now it's pouring rain so go figure Uh, in any case um my daughter gave me a wonderful tea press i guess you would call it sort of like a french press but for tea and uh from teavana for loose tea and a collection of loose tea leaves Uh, my husband and daughter and i are all major tea drinkers we take although my husband really only drinks a couple of different varieties Um, And my daughter mostly sticks to one variety, but I have a bunch of tea, a bunch of different flavors, mostly decaf, because I mostly drink it in the afternoon. So it's almost all herbal teas. But um, So she had gotten me four or five teas, and I've already tasted a couple of them. And then my husband and son, because they knew I have been struggling with my old Fitbit, um, it has... I've had it for about three years. It sat fallow <laughs> for several months this year, and when I started using it again last week, and uh, you know, recharged it, reset everything, re loaded just did any number of things to it to try to get it to work and it kept not resetting itself overnight that was the problem it was having so i'd get into the next day and it would just be adding more steps to the steps i had earned the day before and i was on tech support a couple of different times with it thought i had it fixed twice both times it started doing it again and so um i thought maybe i had fixed it for a third time and um today was wearing it again today but then my husband and son gave me a new fitbit and they gave me the fitbit charge uh which is one of the wrist type and it's the one that reads your heart rate as well um And it was actually well-timed because when I first saw it, I thought, well, I think I fixed my Fitbit. But then when I looked at my old Fitbit, no, indeed, it had not reset itself overnight again. So I was like, that's it. I'm done. This is well-timed. And I got rid of my old Fitbit. I now have the new charge all set up and charged and ready to go. Um, The only thing is there's a reason I hadn't bought a wristband-style Fitbit the first time. I had a Fitbit 1 because I don't tend to wear stuff on my wrists. I don't tend to wear bracelets once in a while. I'll wear one for a little while to dress up, but then I always end up taking it off by the end of the night. I don't really wear watches much anymore. I still do sometimes. I have a watch that I love, and so I will wear it if I'm gonna be out sometimes. Um, but they tend to, just stuff on my wrist tends to bother me a little bit. So I don't know, I'm, I'm wearing it now. I'm going to try to get used to it. Um, and we'll just see part of the other reason i hadn't wanted a wrist one the first time i got my other fitbit was because you know i'm out and about doing speaking engagements and leading workshops and stuff and at the time fitbits were still a fairly new thing and i didn't really want to have this visible thing on my wrist and even though they make them look like a watch it's still pretty obvious it's not a watch it's looks like a fitbit um But now I've decided, you know what, I see them on people all the time. They've become much more um, sort of de rigueur, (laughs) if you will. And, you know, I also thought, well, that means just when I'm up doing speaking engagements and such, I'm just modeling a healthy lifestyle for the women I'm speaking to. Um, If only it were that easy, you know, it would look better. I would model more of a healthy lifestyle if I looked healthier in general, but we're working on that. Um, So, anyway, I will. I'm going to give this a shot. He told me I had a couple of weeks that I could try it out and then take it back. um, If I decide at that point, I really just can't stand something on my wrist. Um, So, you know, keep your fingers crossed for me. I I do like it. it. He bought me a bright pink one. And I keep referring to he, I should explain, my son works at Best Buy. And so whenever we want electronics for a gift, we always say to him, we don't necessarily get the, um, discount if we're buying it for ourselves you know he, he's not able to give us the discount but if he's buying it he does get a discount for it so some i'm guessing he probably maybe not certain brands they don't get discounts on regardless so i don't know but that does mean he knows everything there is to know about all this stuff because he sells it so um he he was the one that picked it out for me and and he bought a pink one because he knew i like pink um And it is. It's very pretty. And when I'm just wearing jeans and a sweater, it looks great. But again, I'm not too sure if I'm all dressed up to go out to dinner with my husband. Am I going to want a big pink Fitbit on my wrist? (laughs) I don't know. Um, My one, I was able to clip to my bra, so it wasn't visible. Um, I don't know. We'll just have have to get used to it. So, like I said, think kindly of me for the next couple of weeks as I try to decide if this is something... I want to keep her if i want to um, exchange it for one of the ones i can wear clipped uh, the other thing just to let you know i did just order myself this afternoon a new microphone for podcasting because i was noticing as i was listening back to my last episode uh that my headset the usb headset i've been wearing which i use all the time all day every day when i'm on conference calls and and calling people on skype etc for work i always wear this headset and it works great for that but I was noticing there was a little bit of a clacking sound um, that was coming through the last episode, at least if not more than that. And I think it's the cord um, either the cord is knocking against whatever I'm wearing or the cord itself is getting loose in the headset. I know I happen that I had that happen once before with another headset where the cord, where it um, connects to the headset itself, just gets loose in its fitting and that ends up coming across as a clunk. Uh, so I apologize if you're hearing the clacking, if it's driving you nuts. Um, I'm hoping the new microphone works well for me. I didn't do a whole lot of research this time, which is very unusual for me. Um, but the problem I've had, I've owned two other really good microphones in my past that I'd done all sorts of research on, and they had great reviews, and both of them developed the same problem, the, um, where the cord plugged into the back of the microphone became loose fairly quickly. And so my sound quality was in the even. Again, there was clunking noises, everything, and it was actually where the cord plugged into the back of the microphone. So the new microphone that I ordered sits in a base. It's called it's the um, Samson Meteorite and it's this little round microphone that sits down in a um, like cup like base. And so the base itself doesn't move and that's the base that plugs into the micro uh, into the USB port so i have high hopes that this one um, won't develop any weird little clunks and we'll just have to see how the audio sounds Um, it was no more expensive than any of the other microphones i bought and actually a little bit cheaper than the ones i bought last time so um, fingers crossed on that as well hopefully next time i record an episode i will sound wonderful and no clunks I have a couple of announcements to make. A couple of things I wanted to let you know about. One, I'm really late on the the uptake on with this. Um, you may know Francis of Off Kilter Quilt. She is working on publishing a quilt novel. If you don't know Francis, uh, she is a renowned children's author, has won awards, etc. So she's a very experienced published author um, in the young adult genre, and I've. and read every one of her books and love them all uh but she is writing her first quilt novel and it's called birds in the air i don't i believe that's yes that's got to be public because uh the twilters in facebook decided to do a block swap of birds in the air blocks and so uh if you are not part of the twilters facebook group uh i've kind of forgotten now (laughs) how you get in Um, I think I generally tell people to contact very (laughs) lazy-daisy because I know for sure she can get you in I think I can get you in I'm not sure I don't remember so if you're not part of the twilters Facebook group and that's T-W-I-L-T-E-R it is a private group um, but it's a big one there's you know a couple hundred people on we're pretty easy about who we let in it's just based on we don't want a bunch of spam so that's kind of why it's a private group Uh, So if you're not part of that group and if you want to do the birds in the air uh, swap, then I guess you have to email me and I'll see what I can find out. I did at one time know how to get into that group. It's just been a while. Sorry, folks. Um, But also, if you are not familiar with Off-Kilter Quilt, Francis's podcast, you do need to check that out, too. And I will make sure I put a link to that in my show notes. Um, Just... An update on my personal life. Since I talked about this last week, we were heading into the week of the great bed rotation. I am very pleased to say the great bed rotation is now complete. Um, our bed was delivered on Thursday. And so that was the the last of the beds that needed to get moved in. Um, and the guys that came to deliver the new bed also moved our former bed out of our bedroom and into my son's room. And so um, everything has now been resettled and it actually it went better than i thought the the rooms settled in a lot faster i thought things were going to be a little bit more chaotic for longer and they really didn't Um, so really at this point my son's room now is back to looking really good Uh, maybe just one little piece of shelving or something in there to finish that bed that room out but that one looks really good Uh, my daughter's room the only problem with it is that the headboard of the bed that we moved from my son's room into my daughter's room is a dark wood whereas everything else in her bedroom is white but that's an inexpensive fix sometime down the road Uh, meanwhile I'm just not gonna let it bug me Uh, the the room itself is fine and I'm still in the process of moving books onto her bookshelves that was part of what I wanted to do was take over her bookshelves and I'm still in the process of doing that Um, although I do have like my shelves from my office have now been a lot of the books that I needed to get off there are now in her office it's more in her room it's more getting stuff up from the basement and I just haven't had time to do that yet Um, but what I did end up doing is as we're moving stuff around in my son's room and getting that room set up again with the new bed in there I realized or the new old bed um, I realized he still had a lot of stuff in the closet and So since he decided he was coming home for Mother's Day, I told him this afternoon, well, this morning after breakfast and my mother-in-law had already left and we were all kind of relaxing. I said, well, son, you know what else you could do for me for a Mother's Day gift? He goes, what, mother? And I said, you could come upstairs with me and we could clean out your closet. (laughs) Which, of course, he was not thrilled to do at first, but he did do it. And it didn't take us all that long. There wasn't a huge amount of stuff in there, but it was just... It was the remainders of his memorabilia from school from, um, and a lot of electronics and a lot of games and stuff that I just didn't know what he still wanted to keep and what he didn't. Uh, so we got that all hauled out um, and it really only took us maybe an hour. Uh, although most of that was him messing around with all the nerf guns we kept finding in there he had quite a collection and so he would go you know shoot his father and his sister and the dogs and i'd be still cleaning out the closet you know this is i've often joked that um i often get my son's name mixed up with my golden retriever's name (laughs) which my son is not entirely sure how he feels about it but man their personalities are very similar (laughs) so anyway you know it's hard to keep my dog focused when he needs to be out because he just wants to play (laughs) and he can move really slow (laughs) when he's decided no i don't really want to come in yet i'm just gonna sniff over here and then i'm gonna sniff over there and kind of takes his time to meander back in all of that is very much what my son (laughs) has always been like so anyway um we did get it cleaned out and my son was a trooper um and uh, it, I sent some stuff back to his apartment with him, and then we've got some stuff just ready to donate. So yes, yeah, so I did spend part of my Mother's Day cleaning a closet, but it does feel good to have it done. That closet is now totally empty um, and ready either for, if we do have guests come to stay, or uh, frankly, for us to use as you know other storage. So we'll see, um, but it was nice getting that done. So quilting update. Um, i have not gotten a ton of time well i shouldn't say that i have actually gotten compared to the last six months a lot of time in my sewing room this week Um, i decided well i think i mentioned in my last episode that i had a stopper with the fabric for the binding on the jacobs ladder quilt um, in which i did not i was just a little bit short the amount of fabric i really needed for the fabric that i had chosen which was the same as the inner border fabric so last week monday i drove across town to the quilt shop there's two quilt shops either one of which i thought i had gotten that fabric at i wasn't sure which one went over to the first one because it's closer and i can go there after work and um, they did not have it they did have the same fabric in a different colorway when i asked whether they had because i had brought a piece of the fabric with me when i asked whether they had ever had that fabric the woman i was talking to did not recognize it but i i really think i did get it there and i think they're just out at this point um so i did pick up another fabric that i you know i think it'll work fine it's not my first choice but i think it'll be fine but then when i got home i did send a picture of the fabric to the other quilt shop where i might have gotten it because that's where i got the outer border fabric and that quilt shop's a 40 minute drive for me one way so it's not i would have had to go down on a saturday yesterday and um it took her a couple days to get back to me but she said it wasn't anything they carried so i really do think i probably got it at the first quilt shop and they're just out of it um but at this point and i'd looked online i didn't find it anywhere and it's it's funny it's not that old a fabric i don't think but it's apparently just no longer exists so i um i'm going to use that other fabric even though it's not my first choice and and i think anybody else would look at it and think it looks great but it's because it's not what i had in my head (laughs) it's hard for me to switch gears and decide i'm okay with it um so i do you know at some point i'm have to put that binding on i'm just you know kind of lost steam on that project a little bit but i need to get back to it and just get it done meanwhile while i was monkeying around with trying to find that fabric i did start working on the cosmetics bag for the annie Unrine um, craftsy class that i did last year and now need to finish the second bag um, i have not started piecing anything together but i think i'm narrowing in on when i actually start sewing pieces together you spend a lot of time prepping individual units uh, so so far I have machine quilted the the pieces that all needed to be machine quilted I've got everything cut I've done um, the fusing there's certain pieces you you put some fusible on I've done that and I have what else did I did I I guess the only other thing I did today was the zipper pull and um, what you do and I always go back and forth on whether I even want zipper pulls but they are kind of handy and those are just the little pieces of fabric that you knot around the zipper and the way that Annie on Ryan always does her zipper pulls is she has you essentially make a a piece of bias tape Um, you do where you cut a narrow strip usually an inch and then you fold it in half and then you unfold it again and you fold each side into that half mark so you've got two quarter inch and then you fold it over again so it's all one neat little Tiny little piece of fabric. And um, I don't have a bias tape maker, so I do this all by hand, which means I was just scorching the heck out of my fingers um, as I'm pressing this little tiny piece, because you really have to keep it folded right in front of the iron as you're pulling the iron down. And I tried doing it without steam so I wouldn't be scorching my fingers so much, but um, maybe it's because I'm using. Uh, Batik fabric for this so it's a little bit of a tighter weave and a little bit stiffer fabric, it just it wasn't pressing as nicely without the steam, so I really had to use the steam and <laughs> my fingers, I was, you know, it, it was it was painful to do. Uh, so I've decided, yes, I really need to get myself some bias tape makers because it would make parts of that go faster anyway. Um, but, you know, it's funny, I could swear I bought myself some over the years, but I don't have them. I looked all over and my sewing room is very clean and very organized. So if I have them, I would be finding them. And apparently I only bought them in my dreams because I don't own any. <laughs> so uh, I went online to look at biostate makers and realized there's a lot more different sizes than I even imagined. So if any of you have biostate makers and find that you're always using certain sizes... And again not a garment maker so i'm not making clothes um at most i'm making bags so if there are typical sizes you would recommend that i have i would be more than happy to follow your wisdom um so i was looking there was a handy one that i was tempted to get the clover bias tape makers uh that you can get at joann's they have some now that you can also put the fusible you know the the real narrow fusible um, quarter inch fuse what is it called fusible web i guess that you can actually put that right into the uh, bias tape maker on the top with the fabric on the bottom and it automatically as you press the whole thing it makes the bias tape and automatically lays that piece of fusible on top of it for you so you've got ready to fuse bias tape and that did look kind of helpful but again Never having used a biostate maker in my life, maybe it wouldn't be. So any wisdom that you would like to share with me, I would really take it. Um, The the problem I had with the zipper pull, as I tweeted today, I've been sewing for something like 15 some odd years now, and yet I still manage to um, find new and creative ways to screw up. (laughs) I just, I guess I'm very creative in how I mess up. I had just, because the last thing I'd used my sewing machine for was doing the machine quilting on the quilted parts, the quilted units, um, and I had been doing a decorative stitch, I needed to have my zigzag plate on my sewing machine, the zigzag needle plate. Well, I totally blipped, or it wasn't even on my radar, to change the plate back out before I started sewing the zipper pulls. Because once you make your bias tape, you know, fold everything up and press it, then you sew a single um, line of stitching right down the middle of the thing to hold it all together. Um, so I've got this little narrow quarter inch piece of fabric going under my presser foot and dang if my machine didn't eat it and it ate it with vigor. It was <laughs> all the way wrapped around my bobbin case before the machine stopped. And and it, it started part way through because I could see the tape, the ribbon, the fabric coming out of the back of my um, presser foot. So I hadn't even noticed that it had stopped coming out of the back of my presser foot. It was still acting like it was feeding in until all of a sudden all heck broke loose. My machine starts beeping at me, the needle just jams. And I realized about six inches of fabric are now tie- caught in and wrapped around my bobbin case. And so I had to do about oh, five minutes worth of surgery Um, to pull it all back out I mean fortunately nothing was bent or broken or anything it was just a matter of it was kind of wrapped up in the bobbin thread and I had to pull everything out and clip a bunch of threads and then um, I took that as an opportunity to take the whole needle plate off because I had to replace it anyway and I got in there I have the the little vacuum attachments those little mini attachments for the hose on your vacuum and the vacuum cleaner happens to be sitting in my office because I do intend to vacuum in here At some point, I won't say how many days the vacuum cleaner has been sitting in here, um, but I do intend to use it. So anyway, I I was able to pull it out and um, just vacuum all the lint out of my sewing machine, which I, I clean it out pretty much every, when I'm sewing regularly, at least once a week, I take the needle plate off and I use my little brush and I clean it out. But the thread I was using for the machine quilting was really linty. And it was surprising to me because it is actually an Aurifil thread, and I have never had a problem with Aurifil being linty. In fact, that's why I like it so much because it's one—it's the least linty thread I have ever used. But this was a 28 weight Aurifil, and normally when I'm piecing and everything, I'm using the 50 weight, 40 weight, 50 weight. So the 28 is a heavier thread, um, and I think it's just a a lintier thread. So. I was pulling a lot of lint out of this thing and all it was was that blue thread that I had used for the machine quilting Um, so I mean it was probably good that it ate my zipper pull to make me go (laughs) and realize just how much lint was in there um, and had to clean it out I don't think the lint had anything to do with eating the ribbon I think that was all about the needle plate so now I've got my you know my needle plate is switched and I've got my uh, ribbon pulls all done and cut Um, So the next thing I have to do is I do have to start sewing pieces together. uh, But I decided I was starting to kind of hit a wall. A little bit tired. I'm still, I'm sleeping better than I was, but I'm still, this is not related to being in Burma and time change or anything. This is still just kind of coming off a very busy, um, very busy, what was it? (laughs) Very busy quarter, winter, spring, you know, whatever. Um. And so what's happening is I'm sleeping through the night now. I'm actually sleeping really well, but I'm waking up insanely early um, for me, probably not early for a lot of other people, but it's really early for me. And I'm just wide awake and I'm ready to go, which says I am sleeping a lot better. And that's great. But it does mean by about five o'clock every afternoon, I'm starting to crash. Uh, So I've somewhere I've got to, you know, get back into a normal schedule that's a little bit more workable. Uh, so anyway, that's what I've been getting done lately. I have printed off some other accessory type projects that I might do, uh, once I get the binding done and the cosmetics bag done, or if I need a break from, I need to get the binding done, that one's just a given, but if I get to a point in the cosmetics uh, bag where I'm starting to grit my teeth and tear my hair out and I need a break, I've got several like really small what looked to be fairly fast projects where I've printed off the pattern I've bought some craftsy patterns and such and I've got them printed off and ready to go and I've even picked out some fabric for some of them um, so I'm hoping over the next few weeks I can just I'm kind of in the mood to just knock out a bunch of small projects I do have a lot of um, UFOs and free motion quilting to do but they're all kind of big <laughs> I'm just right now I'm just not in the mood to wrestle bigger quilts through my sewing machine so we'll see I may get in a a better mood for that at some other point so that is pretty much um i think i'm looking at my notes that's pretty much all i've got going on right now uh this week again I, i think i've got maybe two nights with conference calls maybe only one night with a conference call this week i do have guild this week and i think i'm actually gonna go this is the first time since i think september maybe october but i think it was september's meeting was the last time i actually made it to a guild meeting um so i'm looking forward to that and i like i said i think i've got one night with a conference call this week so that makes it if i've only got one call in a week that always feels like a really easy week so i'm i'm hoping that i might get some more uh sewing done actually during the week although i do have i've already fallen behind my own reading schedule that i set up um for school for myself to keep up and I need to get back to that I sort of gave myself a little bit cut myself a little bit too much slack I think Um, but in any case I'm going to go in and look at some listener feedback I have gotten a little bit this week not a lot but I know you're um, just getting used to me actually talking to you again so let me go in and I want to say thank you to Beth who um, commented on I had to post a blog post about why you may not have been able to access my podcast lately because I realized I think I said this episode when I went to post no I wouldn't have said it on the last episode because it was when I went to post the last episode that I realized I had let my subscription to Podbean which is what I post my episodes through I had let it lapse at some point while I was traveling apparently I had gotten some emails that I had blissfully ignored in all of my all of my travels and so um Beth had actually contacted me at one point to say, hey, I just tried to um, access some of your older episodes and I can't get at anything is, you know, am I doing something wrong? And I said, well, I have to go in and look at it. And that's, that's what I discovered. I had not paid up. So anyway, I did fix it. And so now you can get it my old podcast. And Beth said she was glad it was a simple um, fix. And she said, I will help pass the days now that her maternity leave is over and she has to go back to work. And I remember that having to go back from um, maternity leave back to work. And that was a a tough transition. So, Beth, you are in my thoughts. Hope all has gone well for you with that. Um, Thank you to also to Tracy, who I think was the other person I'd had a couple of people contact me about my um, podcast. And so she also commented on that same post and thanked me for fixing it. She was able to get back at everything. So thank you again for that, Tracy. Thank you to Nancy. I had uh, posted a bunch of photos of my longyi from Myanmar. Longyi are the traditional garment worn by both men and women and i now have a collection of at least 15 of them if not more and so i would posted pictures of them and nancy commented that they were gorgeous and she said i hope you get to wear them i can understand why you want to wear them with straps and clips, though the videos seem a little um relaxed as far as security <laughs> and they are you know for people there it is not at, un- at all unusual for people you you're walking on the street and you see people kind of unwrap and rewrap them quickly they're able to do it very fast and because the way the laundry is made you can do that without having to flash people you're still covered up by the fabric you're just re it um so you know that's something they're very comfortable doing and doing all the time it's just not something i want to be to have to do myself um thank you to Jackie, who also commented on the same post and said, they are great reminders of my international excursions. And they are indeed that. Dorothy asked if I could make quilts with the longi. Are they too thick or too thin? She says, I have a friend who visits Myanmar quite often and if I can convince him to buy some, I'll make him a quilt with them. And yes, you can. In fact, I'm using scraps from some of them Um, when I had them converted into uh, more Western style skirts uh wraparound skirts i asked for the uh, the scraps back uh, so that i could make them i'm using them in my crazy quilt i will say however the variation in the fabric uh, depends on the fabric some are thicker some are thinner none of them are really thin um, but there is variation in the fabric and so i would say if you're making a quilt um particularly if you've got like bigger pieces you might want to uh, put some sort of stabilizer on them or use them in paper piecing or something that will just kind of take away the guesswork as to how stretchy they might be. Um, But you certainly could use them for a quilt. If they are embroidered, that would be another reason to use the stabilizer actually to keep the the embroidery threads, um, what's the word I'm looking for, from shredding wow i only had one mimosa and it was about 10 hours ago (laughs) eight hours ago i don't know why i'm suddenly losing language i guess i really am tired um so yes dorothy i would encourage you to do that and out of one longji you will get a lot of pieces because that's a lot of fabric that goes into one of those Um, but you will also notice and you'll have seen this on my um on the photos the embroidery some of them there's very sparse embroidery in some parts and very thick in others so you would actually get a lot of different types of looks as you're cutting them into smaller pieces so yes you could definitely make quilts with them I am NOT choosing to do that with mine yet I did the background to this, if anybody's listening to this for the first time, is that having 15 longi, I don't wear skirts that often. <laughs> so this is this is a lot of longi for me. And I was saying that maybe I should figure out some way to make some of them into other types of clothing, like jackets or something that I could wear in other ways. Um, but for the moment, I'm just leaving them in as, lo- as longi. Uh, as I joke with my friend, if I ever do go back to Myanmar, I could be there for two weeks straight and never wear the same outfit twice. <laughs> so, um, right now, I'm keeping them as is, but I will be doing some thinking to it. So, Dorothy, if you do ever make a quilt out of them, uh, make sure you let me know. Thank you to uh, Ms. Lottie, also, uh, who just went to she's from New Zealand and she just went to a quilt conference in New Zealand and posted all sorts of lovely, lovely pictures. So thank you for that, Ms. Lottie. And she also enjoyed the longi. Thank you to Margaret Kaye, who posted on my last episode, episode 197. She said, it's great to hear your podcast voice again. Um, She said she has also found the Gretchen Rubin books to be useful. And I listen to her Happier podcast in which she and her sister gives tips and ideas for managing busy lives. And Margaret Kay, I do also listen to that podcast. Sometimes I don't listen to all the episodes. I look at what the topics are and either listen or skip them. Um, But it is an enjoyable podcast. I enjoy hearing her and her sister talk to each other. Uh, So if any of you are looking for um, a new podcast to check out, check out Gretchen Rubin's. It's Happier or the Happier Podcast. I can't remember. It's not what I first searched for under. It was under something else. But if you search Gretchen Rubin, you'll probably find it. Um, so thank you, Margaret. And thank you to Quilton Jenny, who also posted a comment on the same episode. Uh, she said it was good to hear from me again. Thank you. And she says, sounds like we're doing a lot of the same reshuffling of our upstairs. I'm like your hubby getting my own space to work and so excited. Um and both she and Margaret said I shouldn't worry about how long it's been or doing a giveaway for my blog anniversary. Um, I did, however, okay, so here was a funny, and I still don't know how this happened. I had received an order from um, buyannie.com. I had bought more supplies for uh, the other projects I'm going to be working on when the cosmetics bag is done. I'd bought finishing kits, etc. And I decided at the same time, she carried um, the, the tube turning tools so it's basically a plastic tube with a wooden dowel kind of thing that you use to help turn fabric tube turn uh, oh good lordy you use them to turn fabric tubes right side out after you've sewn them and i have done turning fabric uh inside out tubes a variety of different ways i usually just do it by hand and i have a chopstick that i kind of poke things through but it's often difficult to do and so um she had posted it was a video or on a blog or something i guess she had talked about them in one of the classes where she had started using them and then i saw them briefly after that uh jenny doan on her um Missouri Quilt Company video referenced these and talked about how much easier it made to turn them and so I finally decided okay they're not that expensive I'll order a set when I ordered these other things from the buyanny.com um, site well when I got my delivery there were two packages <laughs> of the tubes in there I really don't think I put them in my cart twice I suppose it's possible so I now have a spare pair of fabric turning fabric tube turning tools say that three times fast, because I could barely get it out once. Um, so those are gonna be a giveaway <laughs> at some point. And um, as I was kind of resorting my uh, quilt studio after you know the drama of, of this winter um, and putting stuff back away and, and just kind of getting myself reset for um, being able to start sewing again, I found a selection of fat quarters that I had clearly bought at some point to use for a giveaway. And so I've got those that I may also do a giveaway soon. I'm not setting it up yet, but I will do it soon. However, that being said on the Fat Quarters, if anybody won a giveaway from me and didn't get a prize, (laughs) let me know. I just, I do not trust myself at this point. I think I sent out the prizes for every giveaway that I've done since last August. But if somebody, if I ever said, hey, somebody, you won a giveaway and you never got your prize, um, email me because that might be what these fat quarters are when i found them i just had the sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach of oh my word who didn't i mail something to um, but they weren't in the place that i normally when i do a giveaway i put whatever i'm giving away right on my cutting table or right on my sewing table or whatever so it doesn't accidentally get mixed up with anything else these were not there these were actually in my storage unit where i put things for future giveaways so i don't think i'd ever run a giveaway and not not send them out but who knows what happened at this point so like i said and you know i'm gonna make you describe what what it is because i could just see somebody saying well hey yeah you told me i won and and i hadn't actually but at this point you know i'm happy to mail these to anybody anyway (laughs) So, so just let me know if if you were waiting for me to Tell you something and I didn't um, because it is quite possible that I missed that boat. Uh, so that's it for this episode. Thank you again for everybody for commenting um, and I know now that I'm actually talking to you more often I may get more comments. I've done a couple of um, blog posts now, Craftsy class reviews. I've got at least three more in the bucket of other classes that i've finished but i had not actually posted the review so you'll be getting some more out this week um i hope i might get them all done i really want to catch up to where i'm at now so i can just move forward i hate loose ends i really hate loose ends and these feel like loose ends to me so i'm working on that um but meanwhile i guess that's it i am going to um now i don't know what i'm going to do I'm going to stop recording this episode. I'm going to listen back to it while I'm doing something else. And then I will likely go eat dinner and maybe do some embroidery. That might be what I do the rest of my day. Um, So Let me tell you how to get a hold of me. You can email me at sandyquilts at gmail.com, sandy with a Y, quilts with a Z. You can follow me on Twitter and Pinterest and Flickr, all of those places, and Craftsy. I am sandyquilt, sandy with a Y, quilts with a Z. You can friend me on Goodreads, and you can like the quilting for the rest of us a page on Facebook and you can join the Quilting for the Rest of Us Flickr group and you can join the Quilting for the Rest of Us Kiva team and do good all over the world and you will find links for almost all of those things at my website at www.quiltingfortherestofus.com. Until next time, go get your quilty on. Quilting for the Rest of Us is dedicated to Shirley. Love you, Mom.